This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, Vlord GTZ, and with me today I have Marion. What's up? It's me again. And this time around we also have two new people to the podcast. First up, we have Michael. What's up? How's it going? How's it going? And we also have Derek from the Good Friends Podcast. Hi folks, I'm Derek. So as you've seen, many people are dropping out of the 2020 race, so I'm going to jump in. Uh, my campaign is going to be everyone run through the woods as fast as you can, and Kamado Nezuko to the polls. Nezuko to the polls. Oh my god. <laughs> all day. All day. I was like, Nezuko. Nezuko. <laughs> oh god. I instantly regret fighting you. Yeah! He has to go to the Demon Slayer jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over there with uh, me and Yuzui are hanging out. It's like, what's Yuzui in jail for? Just being hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Extreme hotness. Derek, you should never go get your head chopped off by the <laughs> oh, oh, Damn. <laughs> damn. Okay. I mean, a lot of people have already been doing that, so he wouldn't stand out much. He can just get in line. <laughs> but before we get into this chapter, um, since uh, Derek and Michael are both new to the podcast, I just wanted to go through how they got into Demon Slayer. So, Michael, do you want to start our uh, thing off? Yeah, sure. So initially, I was strictly anime only because I kind of just started reading manga this year. So I got okay. into like the first few episodes, and I was like, oh, okay, I kind of dig this. And then I think... It might have been when they met Tamayo in that little part of the, in that arc. I started oh, yeah. getting an itch to like read because I was like, I need to know what's going on. And then after that, I just kept reading and then I caught up and now I'm here. Nice. I think that was like around like episode 10. Yeah, it was just a little bit in and I was like, I kind of should read now. <laughs> the slow, slow transition to manga. That really what, that's really what it was because I didn't really read that much. And then I was like, maybe I should, because I never like dove into it before. And once I got in it, it was game over. I read, I started reading everything. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the way for a lot of people too. Like even when I was like younger, like I started out with anime and then transitioned to manga, mainly to get ahead on series like One Piece and like Naruto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to avoid spoilers too. Oh yeah. Not that it helps much in the Demon Slayer community, because, uh... People drop spoilers, like, every two seconds. It's, it's so ridiculous. annoying. Like, I've weeded, out, I've weeded out my Twitter so that I usually don't get spoilers. And I don't get spoilers for any series now, except for Demon Slayer. And it's only because people that I follow will like spoilers, like, from other people that I don't follow. So they show up on my timeline, and I'm like, uh... Why? <laughs> I, I typically don't get spoiled for Demon Slayer because it's one of those series that I just, like, read the second jump is out. But uh, Haikyuu, Haikyuu's a different story. Haikyuu, I'm constantly getting spoiled for. Dude, that's fair. That's fair. As soon as anything comes out, I see it everywhere. <laughs> it's okay, though. But uh, Derek, how did you get into Demon Slayer? So I got into Demon Slayer, as per usual, with many things that Marion likes. Um, basically, we'll all be recording our podcast, and Marion will be like, this is great. And we're all like, yeah, sounds pretty good. 
and then time will pass any amount of time that you want it to be. And then we'll all be like, wow, this is pretty good. Where, where did this come from? Huh? And then Marion's just in the corner seating like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I picked up the anime about when it started airing, maybe a couple episodes and I waited until like the third episode or so. And, um, I mean, I was hooked right away. I, um, but I wanted to keep anime only for a while. Um, just cause I mean, I, I love the adaptation and I finally caved after, I think, I think right after the spider arc ended, like that right before. Right. That was when I was just like, yep, no, probably, it was probably episode 19. I mean, I know that's, that's a pretty common answer, but <laughs> right after episode 19, I was like, yep, okay, let's, uh, let's start reading. Trending worldwide. <laughs> yeah, trending worldwide. <laughs> so the moral I'm getting from the story is that Marion is always right. Yeah, no, Thank yeah. Thank you. Someone yes. else has said it. Finally. <laughs> my copy of Infinite Dendrogram is sitting right in front of my computer. Like, I'm going to read that tomorrow. Honestly, he keeps like telling me to read that too. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll read it eventually, maybe. One day, one day. Then when the anime does come out, I'm just like, wow, this is awesome. Why would no one tell me about this? And Rain's going to like fly to Florida and just beat me up. He'll be screaming, I told you. I told you. It's hilarious because it's literally like everything that I'm like, hey, this is kind of good. And then like a couple months, maybe a year later, oh, this thing has been announced for an anime. And I'm like, of course it is. Because I like it. <laughs> King of taste. Literally. But yeah, now, now that uh, we've gotten that out of the way, I guess we might as well just get straight into this uh, chapter here. So this week we have chapter 185, A World Without Smell. So our chapter starts off here with someone who appears to probably be like uh, like Tanjiro's father, I think, because of the character design, trying to wake up Nezuko in her mind. And suddenly we... Uh, transition to Nesco to standing up and Rokodaki's like next her because like Rokodaki's been kind of just like watching over her and he's like oh Nesco well what, what's wrong why why are you awake and then suddenly Nesco Naruto runs out of the building <laughs> she she's literally doing the just like wake up at two in the morning like I need water I need water <laughs> <laughs> runs the kitchen, like ah so thirsty she needs to hydrate she was sweating in her sleep yeah, I mean, Nezuko sleeps for long periods. Uh, sometimes she has to get that good old water in the system. Or maybe blood or really anything. Who knows? That, blank- that blanket looks comfy, too. Let's be real. <laughs> that boy looks thick. I mean, honestly, all the blankets that Nezuko sleeps in look thick. <laughs> like, that's just her, like, I don't know, her preference, I guess. <laughs> her aesthetic. Yeah, when she just turns into human again, she'll just always have a giant blanket with her. <laughs> just thick-ass blankets. But uh, as she's Naruto running away, uh, Uzui and uh, Rengoku's uh, father kind of notice that uh, Rokotaki can't uh, stop her. And like uh, everyone's freaking out like, oh no, Nezuko's uh, running away, what do we do? And uh, Kiria's also kind of freaking out about it. And... Um, he's, like, trying to figure out what exactly he can do and why the medicine that, uh, Tamiyo gave Nesco isn't, like, working and everything. And, uh, as he's about to order everyone to go and, uh, stop Nezuko, he, uh, is paused by someone familiar to him. So, Kiria, it seems that Kiria is stopped almost by, like, the spirit of their father. Um, trying to tell them, quote, 
Let Nezuko do as she pleases. It's all right. And everyone else at um, HQ is, I mean, they're all, they're all going nuts. Just like, I'm calling it HQ. It's, it's, it's headquarters now. It's, de- it's demon intelligence headquarters. I like that. <laughs> um, just like, oh, should we go after her? Should we go after Come on. Um, Kiryu's like, it's not necessary. It's not. And um, basically stating that father said to let her do as she wants. Tears streaming down their face. Um, and during all this time, Nezuko has not stopped one bit. She She's she's trucking. She's trucking. And uh, Uradaki is just like, ah, dude, I'm old. I can't keep up with this. This is, this is youth. You don't say that, but you might be thinking it. Rodaki's actually in pretty good shape, it seems, so maybe not. And um, she's running, and it seems like she sees sort of like a figure out in the distance um, directing her through the forest, which in theme with the the um, like the cover chapter, the cover of the chapter, um, kind of looks like her father. Um, still no direct indication yet, but it seems what we're kind of getting from it. And um, she just yeets herself off a off a cliff, <laughs> as anyone would do. <laughs> and her doggy's like, oh, I guess, I guess that medicine didn't work yet. Oh, <laughs> Dennis L. And um, makes her way down the cliff and uh, sees our young hero Tanjiro with uh, it seems to be what do we call on that? Like just the big old growth on his face. <laughs> That's called the he dead face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've got a lot of different ones of those in this series, so it's, it's tough to ambiguate. Oh, uh, uh, Derek, what do you call uh, when you're out doing your EMT thing? You see, like, a bad, like, I don't know, like a bad uh, or something. That's called go back to the truck and get my coffee real quick before I can uh, comprehend what's going on and be like, ah, God, oh, my God. Um, no, that's, uh, that's called dispatch. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then right after we see Tanjiro's face, uh, we get right back into the battle with Muzan. Uh, he's still fighting Gyu, Obenine, Mitsuri. Uh, we get uh, some conversation in their heads about a lot of the situation. Obenine is a little flustered how fast everything's going. Gyu's trying to get some broken katanas and whatnot. Of course they're, and then, they're probably thinking about their wife. Or not <laughs> wife, but... God, I love my wife so much. <laughs> then we get the good old page turn. And then we see three consecutive panels of Mitsuri, Obanai, and Gyu getting slashed up by Muzan. It's not looking great. Uh, then Muzan's like, you can still move, you Hashira. The marked ones are harder to kill. It doesn't look like anything's going to go right. Everyone looks like they're about to get a little messed up. And then we see a panel of Mitsuri, where it really looks like she's about to get, she's about to get murked really quick. And then all of a sudden, one of Muzan's arms gets destroyed. So then we're like, oh no, what happened? And then our boy Gia, our boy Guillaume comes in, yeah. ready to carry. He's ready like, sorry, carry. I'm late. Then Muzan's getting a little flustered because he remembers about how our boy Kokushibo was murked by him. And then all of a sudden, Muzan gets cut in half by our wind pillar, Sanami, looking pretty upset. He looks freaking furious here. Yeah, yeah. We're getting some good action now. Got that silent fury eyes that mm-hmm. Sandro had in the forest. Oh, yeah. In comparison to their, you know, not so silent fury through <laughs> the majority of any time you ever see him on panels. The mm. loud fury? Yes, loud fury. Got that loud fury. He just looks defeated, but very ready to do some damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then on the next page, we see Sanami throwing something as it immediately gets, like, slashed by Muzan's arms. 
and it like splashes all over and sounded me like lights up a match. It looks like it was gasoline or something like something flammable. And um Muzan's getting pissed. He's like, Dirty tricks, huh? Yeah, and Sonami's just talking back, like, Yeah, it's just what you deserve. I'm gonna kill you, you scumbag as he just like stares him down. And then next page the scene changes. We see a bit more of the rubble, the destruction in the wake of everyone just like falling all over the city. And we see our MVP, Murata. (laughs) The man who refuses to die. And he's just huffing and puffing. Sees Muzan. He's like, my family's enemy. I must kill him. And we know, we know on God, he would have just sliced Muzan there on the spot. But, (laughs) but just before he was able to unleash like his ultimate breath of the wimp or whatever. Uh, Rather breath of the longevity, because this will not die. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> breath of God. staying alive. Breath of, breath of yeah. Breath it of goes, ah, 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 ah. God. Uh, immediately, um, he gets, like, startled. I love the I love the panel where it's just, like, his eyes <laughs> bug out as he jolts. Oh, yeah. Like, um, we see Gyu uh, screaming at him, Tanjiro's down. We'll take him someplace safe and tend to his wounds. And then... The immediate like panel of just like the action lines as it zooms into his like shock face. I love it. <laughs> Everyone deserves a potato face. <laughs> um, next page, uh, he actually finds Tanjiro in the rubble, and Murata's like, "Tanjiro, you all right? Don't worry, I'm gonna get you out of here and treat your wounds, fix them up, uh, put them on his back." And as he's getting up, Murata is just like tearing up, thinking to himself, "Tomiyuka remembered my name. We've been together since the final selection." But he pulled so far ahead of me. And, like, that kind of hit me hard. Like, I didn't realize that he was the same, like, um, I don't know, graduating year or surviving year. As I think the- they might have briefly <laughs> mentioned it back when uh, they were talking about, like, uh, how Gyu and Sabito were in the same, like, final selection group. But, yeah, they don't look the same age, though. So that's, that's the thing that always throws me off. Mm-hmm. True, true. The breath of longevity. <laughs> God, but then uh, yeah, no, like I, I really, I, I enjoyed this because um, it just shows like something about his character. Like he, he's aware of like his circumstances. He's, he's like in a world where like everyone is like falling, like dying left and right. We saw like last, last chapter it was the all the trainees like throwing themselves as like meat shields to save the Hashira. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is like acutely aware of like how how finite their lives are, but. Murata has survived all this time, and he knows, and he knows he's the goat. But <laughs> the fact that um, other people like Gyu recognize his talents—that's just—I'm I'm probably crying for a different reason than he is. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we we cut to a panel of Tanjiro and his like demon tumor, just like as he's slowly, slowly dying, and uh, I'm I'm assuming this is like his his thoughts um, as he's just telling himself to be useful. Everyone fought hard. The end. It's just like his way. Of, I, I'm assuming like Tanjiro's way of just like puffing himself up to like get it together or like stay alive, like keep surviving as he's done up to this point. And then uh, next page, we cut to uh, the, the sky. And then the next panel, Tanjiro's thinking to himself, blue sky, did dawn break? No, that can't be. And then uh, we zoom out. We see his body looks younger. The fact that he doesn't have, like, the scar or, like, the birthmark, actually. Because he, he had a birthmark before it turned into a scar. And um, he's holding an axe. It looks like he's back at his old home. And he's saying, huh? I didn't smell anything. 
and chapter end next chapter december 8th yeah so uh that was a chapter (laughs) (laughs) like i know for like uh last few weeks especially like mary and i have been like okay where's nezuko where's nezuko where's our girl nezuko and finally finally she's back Literally banging our forks and knives on the table. Where's Nazuko? <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- this was one of my big- biggest like concerns with the arc. If Nezuko wasn't going to get involved, y- it would just kind of feel out of place. But oh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that she's actually going to be doing stuff. I'm surprised that like she literally like outran uh, uh, Rokodaki. You're underestimating the power of the Naruto run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it the makes form. you go faster. I like the touch of uh, the sweat drops on Rokodaki's mask. Very, very realistic. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's obviously <laughs> just um, conveniently placed condensation from running through the trees. No, it's the, it's the real peak of the breath of the water. The mask was his face the entire time. You can control the condensation around you. Um, this, is, this is what peak Hashira looked like. It's the true mastery of water breathing. We yeah. talk, uh, we, like, Marion always brings up, like, the potato faces in Yaiba, in Demon Slayer, and I, I, I do love them because it, it gives you, like, a little breath of fresh air, because if not, like, if, like, that, um, like, that panel usually doing, like, a, Nezuko, where are you going? If that was, like, serious, like, three-fourths profile, just, like, close-up, like, yeah, it would probably give the same message, but here, at least it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the panel next to it too, where like one of Uzui's wives is just like freaking out about the door being broken down. One of their many wives. <laughs> God, I wish that was me. <laughs> <laughs> one of Uzui's wives. Uh, not having many wives. <laughs> nice clarification. Hold on. Hold on. That's, I don't know how that would work. Never mind. I think it's interesting the fact that like um, we see like the the spirit. Uh, the, like the chapter title, but then we also see um, Uguyashki, like his um, guidance for his son, and then presumably uh, Tanjiro's dad, Tanjiro, uh, like guiding Nezuko. Lots of like, um, not like spiritual interference, but like, I feel like this is a, uh, I don't know how to really phrase this. It's it's kind of like uh, not pass the baton, but that kind of sentimentality where it's like mm-hmm. guiding the younger generation toward like. Because they have like shared goals and stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, they're they're in like such a such a bad situation. I was gonna say in such a pickle, but that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've seen like in this arc, Curious had like fifty plus panic attacks at this point. I know he's got a lot of pressure. Poor kid is always crying, like in every other panel. Like. <laughs> yeah, low key. It's so weird too, because like when he was first like introduced at the beginning of the series, like he literally looks emotionless. Mm-hmm. But in this arc, like, he's just, like, full of just all these different emotions because, like, his dad's dead. And he has to carry on, like, all the burdens. I went and Googled, um, Kiria's, uh, page on the wiki just because I was like, wait, which, which what's their, uh, what's their name again? And I completely forgot, like, how early in the series we saw them. And yeah, like, the selection. Mm-hmm. Because now they, again, yeah, showing so much emotion during this arc. Mm-hmm. Um, Marion, Marion brought up like the sort of like spiritual, like passing of a torch with, um, kind of, sort of with like, uh, seeing the spirits behind, uh, their respective children. And I think while not directly tied to that, I think Murata is a real big, um, like really pushing home that, that sort of, um, 
idea because you know, not to get super real world and again like this is just like anecdotal like from what we've gathered over the years i can't like cite this but you always hear from like early like we're going back like world war one era like war like a lot of people that get promoted not saying we're going to get like a post post series you know like here's the new hashira but like a lot of people that get promoted are just because yo you were the one dude out of your battalion that didn't get exploded here you go yeah and they're just straight up you know got the got the the solemn trying to hold it back face you know oh yeah yeah so i could honestly see murata being like if there's some sort of core after the goings on of all of this if this is like nearing the end them being some kind of like higher up just because of circumstance i mean Mm -hmm. because that's sometimes how it goes down because at the end of the day, the whole goal is to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta pick out the people who do and like. We, we joke about that. breath of longevity, but I mean, come on. There's, hey, still here. I, I, I low key, I say this like seventy five percent, like honestly, like he's the goat. Like he, <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be like, um, shit. I don't know how to say this. He's gonna be like, uh, he's gonna be the person who's like telling the tale of One Piece after Luffy becomes Pirate King. He's gonna be like <laughs> the bard. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and I was witness to this wonderful tale of demons and sorcery, and no, it's not an actual wonderful tale. I was, I was gonna pick a random person off of like Shanks's crew. It's like, yeah, they're, they're this person because also they're super strong, apparently. Yeah, Murata's been better. Allegedly, <laughs> could Murata beat Navarro? God, <laughs> that's another topic for another day. Oh, I won't be shredded. I love you. I love you. And uh, the action scenes were really, really interesting. I like the fact mm-hmm. that, like, um, this whole time, like, it's just been, like, multiple Hashira versus Pillars. And, like, now it's, like, multiple Hashiras versus Muzan. But the way that it's, like, handled, it's so, like, you see so much movement. And it's not like um, like other shonen manga where it's just like, oh, yeah, here's a skirmish or whatever. But, like, we see, like, the damage that they gradually like, mm-hmm. endured over all this time. And the mm-hmm. fact that, like, it's... All of these little, like, things, like, they're not getting, like, fatal blows in, but all of this stuff is gradually wearing them down. And we've seen the effects up to this point where uh, even before, like, they, they met up with Muzan, uh, people were like, I don't know, man, Giyu and Tanjiro are really hurt. And then, like, we saw what happened afterward. Tanjiro got slashed in the eye. And, like, now Giyu is, like, he's also getting, like, pretty nicked up. And even though Mitsuri and Ovanai are pretty, like, in comparison to Giyu, they're, like, fresher they're still getting, like, the bulk of, like, the nastier hits. And then, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It, it's so brutal. And, like, like you said, like, uh, like Eric, you were telling me, or you were talking about how I say, like, oh, the potato face, like, it brings levity or whatever. But, like, we really need that kind of, like, yeah. stuff on the side. Because this is, like, such a hopeless situation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even though, this is, like, yeah, this is Shonen Jump. The heroes always win and stuff, obviously. But, like, but, like we're going to be, like, so, so what did it take to actually, like, when i mean you talk about you talk about all this movement going on in these fights like especially like against muzan there is a lot of movement it's just 95 percent of it is all the hashira muzan standing there flailing arms and completely owning them <laughs> yeah like muzan just gives like zero shits in this fight he's just like okay let's swing around my tentacles and like cut up everyone while like the hashira are fighting for their lives like especially like those two pages of Lusanami going like all out and like trying to burn Muzan, like yeah. you can just see the sheer concentration on his face, like mm-hmm. his like like he has like those like concentration like 
uh, bloodshot eyes, like, on that bottom quarter panel of, like, page 15. He's, like, really into it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's refusing to blink just because he can't, like, miss an actual <laughs> second. Yeah. He's playing rhythm games, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Lumuzan is literally playing, like, like uh, DDR or Step Mania with those uh, oh arms. <laughs> Alright, there's an arrow here, there's an arrow on this person's shoulder, there's an arrow on this person. Hey, oh, Captain Jack. Oh, wait, yeah, I was just doing running in the 90s, never mind. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, how can they even beat Muzan at this point? Like, outside of, like, sunlight, but even then, they're, like, as we're suspecting, like, Maybe he's going to figure out how to survive the sun by the time sunrise comes, and then what do you do? Is there any way that Muzan can be defeated at this point? Maybe, um, I don't know, shot in the dark here. What if, uh, the first thing that Nezuko eats is Muzan? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> she never, she never ate human blood. What if she drinks, uh, great progenitor demon's blood? I don't what? Know. She goes all Genya on him, like, launch. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it too. I literally just, I just, I just made something up. <laughs> I'm going uh, One Piece YouTuber mode. I mean, it's like, it's like uh, that one one time that we said like Nezuko will just eat humans and become a human again. <laughs> That's how that works, right? <laughs> oh man. Now I feel like the the real, I guess, way it's gonna be just how. Like, all these Hashira are gradually getting worn down. They just have to do the same. Like, it's just, it's a battle of attrition. And at this point, Muzan knows that, like, the, even though, like, he's, he can, like, take them all out, the fact that, um, they, they can coordinate with each other and, like, oh, once he's paying attention to one Hashira, the other one, like, hops in and, like, distracts him. And Mm -hmm. it's those kind of, like, guerrilla tactics, I guess, that, uh, they need to employ just to, like, run the, the timer out, basically. But, um, yeah, no, it's, this is hard to predict because every chapter is like, like Derek says, it, it just blazes by. Like the pace is really, really crazy. I say this every episode. Yeah, I mean, and there's so many factors we can think about here. Like, I don't, I honestly don't think Tamio's antidote is a dud. There, there's something in that antidote that is actually affecting Muzan, and it's going to probably come into play. And then Nezuko coming to the battle is probably going to affect the entire dynamic that the Hashira have against Muzan. But the question is, what's going to happen when those things occur? And is even then, is that enough to beat him? Yeah, my fear is going to be that, like, both Nezuko and um, and Muzan are going to be, like, not hybrids, but, like, they, they'll have, like, their demon powers, but they survive under the sun, and it's just going to be like, so what, do, what the hell do we do now? Because of the, the medicine or whatever. Like, it only, I don't know. That's my oh, I see what you're saying. Like, they'll just both be able to survive in the sun? Yeah, basically. But they're not actually, oh. like, human. So they still have, like, their demon powers. Because, like, we see, we still see, like, Nezuko's eyes. Uh, when she woke up, they, they became, like, slitted, like, uh, like a demon's. Yeah. You can see her teeth, too, sometimes when she's running. Yeah. Hear me out. This is, like, full-on. I put on my, like, YouTube reactioner hat. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. But, um... Hear me out. Muzan is being distracted by all the Hashira fighting on Hashira. Somehow doesn't notice Nezuko, who gets to him. And, like, we're talking about, like, the antidote, which I completely forgot until right now. I was like, oh, yeah, the antidote. Um, gets him, and in an attempt to, like, bite on, bite down on Muzan, 
pumps her blood into Muzan, and then the antidote starts working. But, but she dies in the process. Oh, interesting. Wakes up. The the, the battle is over. I would throw my fucking phone out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Demon Slayer's now zero out of ten to poor Smogga. Oh yeah, it would just be like, oh come on! I have a friend who literally dropped the manga after Kenya died. I would be that person. <laughs> like, oh god, who did wow. that? Who did that? Uh, my friend Pauline. I don't think you oh, know her. I don't think so either. I was gonna say, I'm about to go talk to some people. If it, was, <laughs> if it was a good friend, I would be like, yo. <laughs> oh my god. Nah, I I could see that, but also like I was thinking if uh. Nezuko's burning blood is gonna make her come back, like kill him yeah. from the inside. I think I think the burning blood will at least come into play with Tanjiro. Because like at the end of the red light district arc, she can like evaporate like poison the stuff that are in the bloodstream. Yeah. Alright, alright. So I think that's why Nezuko's running to Tanjiro in the first place, because like Nezuko can cure Tanjiro in theory. Burn the tumor off. See that's I think I think that's what's gonna happen. I think she's gonna come in, she's gonna cure Whoever's gotten slashed, that's what I think. And then I think maybe she might use her blood demon art to like light the Hashira swords on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we f- we forgot about the red swords. Right. So like if all the Hashira have red swords, I feel like the fight's gonna get even more nuts. Cause then Muzan already knows that that's not a good thing. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that. Yeah, because we we saw like when uh Michiro used like the red sword against uh, Kokushibo. It had like a dramatic effect on mm-hmm. like his powers, and like he could not even regenerate. And if Muzan's regeneration has become to the point where it's almost instantaneous, that might be the only way they can actually do damage to him. So hear me out. Five Hashira, right? There's five Hashira fighting right now. Yeah, yeah, five. yeah. Five yeah. Hashira, Murata. Tanjiro. Seven, <laughs> seven red swords. Seven red swords. Goda. Goda once again. Goda, I Goda. hate you. <laughs> oh my god. And Uruzaki's Odin. What a, what a, what a goat. <laughs> I was thinking um, back back to like Nezuko's blood. Uh, what if what if like the the medicine gave her blood a new property instead of like um, like burning? Um Maybe like the effect it had would be like it turns her blood demon art into something else. Maybe it could be like a like a, a regenerative property, or like uh-huh. um, yeah, or like because the fact that like maybe it, it it mingled in her body in a different way because of the fact that she never tasted like blood, mm-hmm. um, that could lead to like oh like Nezuko never ate humans, so her blood is not as like or it's not like toxic to humans because of that or something like that. I don't know. That's uh, out there. I think. Hmm, yeah, uh, I think that could be a possibility. Honestly, though, like, Gotage just keeps playing with all our expectations. Like, I remember, like, ten chapters ago, we thought, like, hey, Demon Slayer's gonna not end for, like, a year or something. That was you. I told you. I was like, oh, we got, like, 20 chapters. Do you still think that? Or do you still think we're on that same trajectory? Uh... Yes, uh, with a caveat. If by chance the the publisher or like the editors and the publisher they wanted to keep on going to like ride the gravy train because the anime is so popular or whatever, mm-hmm. um, there's gonna be we're gonna know when it was supposed to end and then like it just continues. Yeah, that's one thing I know. Like uh, Stefan Koza, the translator of Jujutsu Gaisen, 
I saw was, that. Like, saying I was on like, Twitter. Yeah. And, yeah, he's like, huh, I, I have a feeling Demon Slayer is not going to end with this arc. And I, I kind of hope that it does end because I honestly don't see where the story can go from here. And hey, I I, I'm worry. sure like I told you, I told I'm sure you. like Gotagate could find a way to do something, and I trust their writing ability. But I don't know. I would just prefer for it to be kind of a short and sweet, self-contained story. Yeah. The only the only possible thing is the world tour is like we gotta find demons in Russia or like whatever. Else. <laughs> it, it's still like Taisho era. So like, what about uh, Showa era? Like demons, what's gonna happen now? Or I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, unless like the doctor that turned like moves on into like a demon is somehow alive, which honestly could probably be the plot point if they want to extend it. The real villain was Western Medicine. Dang Westerners! It was it was a Western doctor who treated Buzan, and therefore we must find them. Yeah, I don't know. Nezuko survives and. Fast forward 2019, she's still looking for the doctor's descendants, and she what? gets to her hypebeast clothes. Everyone's happy. <laughs> 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 in like some off white and pyrex shorts, and fucking people on Twitter just like, "Oh my god, this is, this is fire!" Wow. Oh god, this is the worst time. Nezuko's wearing the hype land hunter hunter puffer jacket. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least she's warm. This is cozy. Yeah. Instead of her like warmer, she has Tim's. Do you guys think one of the Kamado siblings is gonna die? I feel like I feel like it's fifty fifty because the whole point of like the series up to this point is like oh their bond is so strong and they care for each other or whatever and it's like also this is also the most wholesome like sim- sibling bond I've ever seen in anime where it's like, I agree every other show is like hey this guy wants to fuck his sister or <laughs> this sister wants to fuck him yeah. and it's just like ugh but then like here it's just like no like they've been through some shit and like they're gonna survive through it or will see they? I think. I'm kind of scared because, like, you know how the the whole thing with uh, Kokushibo and his brother, yeah, and how like you know he didn't kill Muzan because like Kokushibo is a demon, mm-hmm. and like you know he, he doesn't want to like like unintentionally kill his brother, right? Right. But what if Gotoge like flips it and she's like Tanjiro's gonna kill Muzan, even though Nezuko's still a demon because you know he's gonna do what the other couldn't do beforehand, hmm. and then we get a sad ending. I mean, even if Muzan dies, though, Nezuko will still live. Because, like, I, I don't think, like, they're necessarily linked in that way. You think so? Yeah, because, uh... I feel like Tamiyo worked her magic. Oh, maybe. Yeah, plus uh, Tamiyo's uh, subordinate, whose name I always forget. Yushiro. Yeah, Yushiro. Yushiro is still alive after Tamiyo died. Just call him Angry Horny Deku. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! Those two ones in front of Deku should never happen. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Damn. Unless it's this character, because that's literally who he is. Fair enough. But like, yeah. So like, considering like Tameo and uh, Yushiro, like a uh, connection was like fine after like Tameo was dead. I think Nezuko will probably be fine, especially since Nezuko is also an exception to like Muzan's Everything. powers. Like Muzan can't like control Nezuko at all like he can like other demons mm-hmm. I was thinking um, if, if for some reason there would be a reason for one of the Kamado siblings to die um, it would like what I would think of is like because uh, my first instinct when I saw uh, Tanjiro got slashed and like he got that weird bulbous tumor on his face 
I thought that he was gonna like turn into a demon, like when uh, he w- he first appeared and he, he slashed mm-hmm. some random bystander uh, to like distract Tanjiro. I thought that he was gonna like try to turn Tanjiro into a demon. Um, and I thought like if if by chance uh, Nezuko shows up and she sees like uh, her brother like suffering under that, like he becomes like a demon and he can't control himself, and that, oh. that would be grounds to like you know I'm not gonna say it. Oof, that'd be that'd be bad too. I, I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to make it so. Such a <laughs> no, I was just thinking about that. You're like, yeah, yeah. That, that would be effed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what else was effed up, Kenya? Married, married. Are you still traumatized over Kenya? Yes. Where did Go to Get hurt you? Show us on the doll. <laughs> right, right, right here. Right here. Draws a whole line through the middle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put him back. Together. Oh, that's Where's that the super glue? Where's <laughs> the super glue? But uh yeah. Any like final <laughs> thoughts on this chapter? <laughs> oh man. Fun chapter. Um, oh yeah. I'm still like impressed with like all the different ways that uh Gotsoka can like use like the the the, the fact that like Muzan's only attack is like really, like whipping his uh his arms back and forth. <laughs> But like also the 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 Hashira coming in, I love I love seeing Gyomi and Sanami join the fray, yeah, and Murata of course, can't forget him. We'll <laughs> oh, never forget him. The greatest fighter, literally. Do you guys think the four the other senses are gonna come back into the fight? I I don't. I know. just forgot about that. I don't think so. At this point, like it looked like they were escaping at like the last cover page. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I need to check this real quick because didn't we see Murata with? Uh, the other. I was about to bring that up because I thought he was with them. So it wasn't one eighty four, one eighty three. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hmm, they might be nearby actually, but Uh-oh. I don't know if I don't know if they're actually going to be any of any use. Um, unless this is like my uh my fanfic mode uh, hopping into the fray. What if Kano does some crazy shit and she loses her other eye, but then she becomes like the most badass blind swordsman. What? Oh no, boy! Oh no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I just realized, like, yeah, Canal and like Inosuke and Zenitsu still aren't in the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Inosuke's gonna show up and he's gonna see Tanjiro's fucking like demon tumor on his face, and he's like, "The fuck is this?" And then just like slashes <laughs> it off. Oh god! <laughs> Third fang devour. <laughs> Take that shit off. <laughs> Jesus. Inosuke's just gonna give his boar head to Tanjiro. Tanjiro will just. Do the rest of the fight with that on. <laughs> He's like, you'll need this more than me. Oh my goodness. Alright. No, um, yeah, I, well, I am curious, because considering this is, like, uh, expected to be the last arc, um, what, what Gotoki is gonna do with, um, the other four senses, the other three, I guess. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Derek, Michael, any thoughts? Uh, you know, I, I, I do agree, like, I feel like each chapter we've gotten the last like three or four, like we've just gotten like bombarded with not not say bombarded with like information, but just like it's moving at such a good pace, like a good uh, good subjective. I like it. I like having like fast, fun, actiony chapters, but mm-hmm. um, I do like that. We, it looks like we're getting like a change of pace. Um, next next chapter at least, maybe like next two. Who knows how long they sort of go into like this whole like Tanjiro in his mind palace. Palace. I love the way you call it that. 
He's but, gonna um, wake up with his Bankai and uh, like Nezuko on his back. He'll be at a hundred percent, and he'll just one shot moves on it. Blue and counts playing in the background. I'm getting hyped up. It's awesome. But um, no, real fun chapter. Um, real fun, real fun. Last couple chapters in general. I do hope we get to see some like crazy badass shit with his father again because I think that one flashback where his father just like takes the axe and like slices a fucking bear on the mountain out of nowhere that was like one of the most crazy badass things I've ever seen and I want I want I kind of want more of that yeah there definitely seems to be more to his father than I think like this like series has been letting on to so far Mm -hmm. and really just the Kamado family line in general like Mm -hmm. we know at some point that uh that uh, Yoruichi, like, taught them something that led to, like, the Dance of the Fire God. Yep. But we don't know what exactly that was, and we don't know how Muzan found out about it, and, like, his entire motivation for, like, killing them in the first place. So mm-hmm, I yeah. feel like some, somewhere in this, like, we're going to figure that out. Yeah, the key is going to be in, like, Tanjiro's family and how they connect to Yoruichi. Question mark. I agree. I agree. Guess that's about it. So might as well plug her stuff and get out of here. So Marion, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at microwavy before <coughs> the V, and I have a podcast with Derek called Good Friends Cast. Uh, it's at or the Good Friends Anime Club. It's at Good Friends Cast on Twitter, or it's just me, Derek, and two other friends. We get together, shoot the shoot shit uh, about like different anime, manga, games that we happened to run into or like been like checking out recently um and i'm also i'm also gathering the the shonen jump podcast infinity stones uh most recently i have been on uh the at high or yeah at high coupon uh we recorded an episode uh this weekend actually for like the latest two chapters it was really fun we had um this person named lucas who uh, actually did like a couple translation threads about like the brazilian that or the Portuguese that they use during uh, this Brazil arc that they're in right now. Super, mm-hmm. super cool stuff. Um, I was on uh, the My Hero Academia podcast for episode 69 of the anime. That's right. So nice. So nice. <laughs> and a good episode. Yeah. Of, of, the, uh, of the pod. I haven't watched the episode. Nice. Yeah, I was only on for the anime recap because uh, I was kind of busy. But uh, yeah, and then. Well, we'll we'll have to work our way slowly for the One Piece podcast. I was going to say, like, not to get like lit, lit, mm, push up my glasses, like well, in the MCU. But um, I don't think any of the stones have any stronger power over another one. But the one that was definitely bigger on the Gauntlet, and that's going to be the One Piece podcast. You just have to run up to see if you're going to con and just scream, "Let me out, OPP!" God. Well, I am friends with Zach now. So. Kind of did that. <laughs> we we sort of did that. We handed out business cards to him. At AMYC, we, we gave him a business card, and I'm like, hey, you gave me advice, uh, like, three years ago on, on, when I asked you about, like, making podcasts and stuff, and I stuck to it, and I have uh, I have a podcast now, and I just want to say you're awesome, and we became friends. Follow your dreams, kid. Just like Tanjiro. <laughs> just don't, like, uh, get uh, injected with demon poison like Tanjiro. No. But, uh, you don't want that. It's bad for your skin. <laughs> But, uh, Michael, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at mjamesdesign underscore. Uh, I do a lot of, like, art and stuff. It's pretty much what I'm on there for. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, def- definitely look at Michael's art. It's, like, really good. 
I appreciate that, my friend. Oh, man, Derek, where can people find you? You can find me at greatbigsword on twitter.com. You can also find me on the Good Friends Anime Cast with Marion and Kadeeman Mod. Um, just parroting everything Marion said about what we do on our podcast. I do want to uh, put an emphasis on a check out this week's that's coming out. Uh, should be coming out this Wednesday, December. Probably Thursday. Fourth, Thursday, probably Friday. Thursday. We'll figure out one of these days this week. <laughs> Um, we actually have uh, a guest. I'm going to say a guest and a half because our second guest uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. was hungover and didn't show up until like 40 minutes left in the recording. But um, our first guest, Marion, can I can I name drop? Is it okay? Yeah. yeah I think he's good. already name dropped him. I think probably, we probably all have a different facets than all of the four of us on Good Friends. Um, we have oh, Tim Tim Liu, Tim T. Lightenchrist of a Tumblr fame back in the day, but now more currently, um, who's one of the hosts and writers over at Crunchyroll.com. Done a, a couple different videos for them, uh, like timeline videos mostly and like analysis videos. They also use them a lot for like the fashion promotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw him wearing a uh, wearing like an Itachi shirt on their uh, story today on Facebook. I yeah, like, I got it. I got the email with that. <laughs> he was doing the um, I can't remember what it's from, but it was like a video of like. This girl, she's like doing like a shoulder shimmy and turns around. She's wearing like little tiny sunglasses, just doing the exact same bit. And I'm like, Tim, your brain's been poisoned with 2012. Oh <laughs> 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 He's in his mind, poisoned. Oh man, I loved him. So funny. Oh yeah, so Aussie, so Aussie, South Korean, and LA. Such a fun guy. But um, yeah, no, check out that episode this week. It, it'll be a real fun one. Uh kind of a nightmare recording it you know? <laughs> that poor audio yeah we made it somehow we made it out somehow it was like so everyone's half the people are recording off of their phones and uh phone phone memo recordings on iphone through this oh boy it's like, bro, that's oh, just no. a recipe for disaster there <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah um you can find me on twitter though at vlordgtz I'm usually talking about whatever I'm up to which is usually either reading manga writing reviews, not sleeping, or all three at the same time. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, just take a look over there. Um, I also write reviews for old-comic.com, primarily manga reviews from a bunch of different publishers. Um, And that's usually how I spend my free time, working myself to death with that. It's totally worth it. Everyone join me and follow V-Lord and just spam go to sleep on his latest monitor. And then I'll just respond at 4am with like a no and then go back to trying to read all the stuff. Just remember to like and retweet before commenting. Yes, yes, thank you. But uh, you can also find my more Tanami-focused articles and reviews over on TanamiFaithful.com. I also have quite a few things that are probably going to go up there this month when I have time, maybe... So uh, keep a lookout for that stuff. As far as the podcast goes, though, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayerPodcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DemonSlayerPodcast. We also have a subpage on TanamiFaithful.com. It's TanamiFaithful.com slash DemonSlayerPodcast. And basically on that page and all the social medias and stuff, we post uh, when the podcast is up. And on the Twitter specifically, we also occasionally post Demon Slayer news uh, whenever it's relevant, like how uh, Demon Slayer beat One Piece in the Oricon sales. 
All hail our new king. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so definitely follow and check out all of that. And you can also find the podcast on basically any podcast platform at this point. Um, our main host is Anchor, but we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. We're probably there. So just look us up and you'll just listen to us on anything, basically. So, yeah. That about does it for this episode, then. So we will see you guys later. Bye-bye. Take care. See ya. Oh, you may have heard of Eichiro Goat, but get ready for it. Koyuharu God Toge. There we go. Marion Y.